When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For those that remember, 1999 was a funny old year. Everyone was excited by the year 2000 and what the new century would bring, not to mention the stress over the dreaded millennium bug when all the computers were going to crash. Spoiler alert, they didn't. But May of 1999 truly was an eventful one. Alright, I'll get it out of the way. Manchester United completed their treble on that famous night in Barcelona. Just a day earlier, our very own Ibrahima Canate was born. On the 23rd, WWF wrestler Owen Hart sadly passed away in a tragic accident. And on the 19th of May, Star Wars made its long-awaited return to the big screen when Episode 1 The Phantom Menace was released. But on that very same day, there was a disturbance in the force at Anfield. Liverpool had put pen to paper when they signed a new centre-back for a small fee of £2.5 million. A tall, 6'3 Finnish powerhouse that would go on to become one of the best defenders in the Premier League and a Liverpool legend. This is the story of Sammy Hippier. Sammy Appiah started his career with Paolo Paycott, then Kumu, before joining club Maipa 47 for the 1992 season. He won the Finnish Cup with Maipa in 1992, and also Yari Littman was one of his teammates, and then Maipa won it again in 1995. But in 1995 at the age of 22, he went for a trial at Newcastle United, his first taste of English football. Hippier said at the time, They certainly helped my career. I had a two-week trial in 1995 under Kevin Keegan and it gave me an insight into English football. I was a young player in Finland and I didn't really expect it to lead to anything. I just went for the experience. But it was good experience and I enjoyed my time there. It helped me a lot at the time to see a big English club at close hand and I always look forward to going back. After four years and 107 appearances with Maipa, Hippie had joined Dutch club Willem II in 1995 and spent four years with the Dutch side soon becoming a favourite with the fans and winning the Player of the Year award in his final season. Hippier captained the side to qualification for the Champions League, thus earning a place in the hearts of supporters. It was obvious the fans didn't want him to leave. They wanted their captain to lead them into their new Champions League campaign. But Hippier made a bold choice. To leave a team that would be playing in Europe's top competition and sign for a team that had just finished 7th in their domestic league and were nowhere near the Champions League.
Liverpool had just finished their 1998-1999 season failing to secure a European place and showed poor displays in the domestic cup competitions and poor form in the league. It didn't help with the unrest with the so-called joint manager situation, but it was clear that Gerard Ullier needed a massive overall of his squad, so the rebuild had begun. Out went long-term servants Steve McManaman, David James and Rob Jones to Real Madrid, Aston Villa and West Ham respectively. Tony Bonus went to Millwall. Paul Lintz was sold to Middlesbrough. Leonardson went to Spurs and Carlines Riedler was moved on to Fulham. Now that's quite a lot of players to replace, but the hard work had already been done and the scouting department really earned its money that summer and it became one of the most important summers in Liverpool's history. Two strikers in Eric Meyer and TT Camera are added to bolster the attack. Emil Heskey would sign later on that season. Future Istanbul heroes Vladimir Smitsa and Dietmar Harman were added to the midfield and we had a fresh new centre-back partnership in Stefan Hanjo and one Sammy Hippier. Now, Hippier signing for Liverpool is actually a funny story. A TV cameraman that had been covering quite a few games in Holland knew that Liverpool were in for a centre-back. So, he took it upon himself and knocked on the door of then-chief executive Peter Robinson and told him about Sammy Hippier. Robinson, being the very clever man that he was, took the tape to Hulier and he looked at it with the scout at the time, Ron Yeats. They then began to take a close look at Hippier and the rest, as they say, is history. He never gave one pass to the opposition in 90 minutes. I couldn't believe it myself, you know, and uh, when I came back to uh, report to our manager, Gerard, and, and I said, Gerard, we've got to sign this boy. I said, I'll tell you what, he could be anything he wants to be. Sammy Appiah made his debut at Sheffield Wednesday as a new-look Liverpool ran out 2-1 winners at Hillsborough. Hippier played all 38 league games that season. He started games with different partners in defence like Jamie Carragher, Rigobert Song and Steve Staunton. But when he was paired with Stefan Arnshaw, it was then everyone realised Liverpool had a top pairing of centre-backs for the first time in a long time. Once they were paired together, Liverpool's form was much better after a tough start. Hippie scored his first Liverpool goal at Anfield against Manchester United in a 3-2 defeat and demonstrated his aerial threat with a great header. It was clear that Liverpool had a vital piece of the puzzle that Julier was putting together. The big Finn was even asked to captain the side a few times in the absence of Jamie Redknapp and Robbie Fowler, which showed how quickly he settled in and how high he was regarded. The boss wanted to see me in his office and I went there and he, he told me that uh, when Jamie is now injured and Robbie is also injured, so uh, you are the captain now. So I, I was like uh, in shock that uh, oh, I, I just said uh, okay, and uh, and then I went uh, went out. So uh, yeah, it's a great honour. Unfortunately, Liverpool failed to qualify for the Champions League that season, narrowly missing out on the last day after a one-nil defeat to Bradford, who famously needed the win to stay up. But after the previous year, it was clear that Liverpool had improved massively and expectations were high going into the next campaign. We, we have uh, improved a lot and I hope that we, uh, we still uh, continue the improvement like it uh, has been now and uh, I think there's going to be a couple of new faces uh, in the summer. So uh, I think next year we, we uh, can do a little bit better than this year. As we said, confidence was high going into the 2000-2001 season. More fresh faces were added to give us a fantastic squad depth. Nicky Barnby crossed Stanley Park joined us from Everton. Gary McAllister came in on a free from Coventry and top class defender Marcus Babel arrived to add strength at fullback. 
The main aim that season was to qualify for the Champions League, but what happened would go down as one of the best seasons in Liverpool's history. That season, Liverpool completed a historic cup treble and played every game possible. 63 games, scoring 127 goals. Hippier played 58 games out of those 63 and was so vital to Liverpool's success. He captained the side for the majority of the season. Robbie Fowler was in and out of the side and Jamie Redknapp was injured all year, so it was up to Sammy to lead the Reds to history. Hippier scored four goals that year and unsurprisingly they were all headers. Liverpool were in great form and by March 2001 were well on track to qualify for the Champions League and had picked up the Worthington Cup in Cardiff when they beat Birmingham City on penalties in a dramatic League Cup final. In April the Reds were drawn against Spanish giants Barcelona in the UEFA Cup semi-finals. The first leg was at the new Camp and Liverpool kept a clean sheet as the first game finished 0-0 and were praised for their defensive masterclass with Sammy Hippier at the heart of it. Fast forward to May and Liverpool have a gigantic final week of the season. Three games, three cup finals. Arsenal in the FA Cup final, Deportivo Alaves three days later in the UEFA Cup final and then an away trip to Charlton where a win would seal that elusive Champions League spot. Now there are many talking points about that FA Cup final. Firstly, Michael Owen, snatching the cup from Arsenal's grasp. Stefan Hornshaw doing Hornshaw bits and how bloody hot it was that day. But what many might forget is the contribution of Sammy Ippia, where he actually cleared the ball off the line three times in the game. As we all know, Arsenal were hugely dominant and they really should have been clear of us in that second half. But thanks to some smart play from Sammy and to cover his goalkeeper Sander Westerveld, we kept the game to just 1-0 which allowed us to get back in the game and Michael Owen scored two great goals that brought home the FA Cup. A special mention of the captain here, Sammy Hoopia. Three clearances off the line. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I happened to be in the right place at the right time. And, uh, and I was a little bit lucky with those, but uh, yeah, two on. The longer the game went on with Arsenal not taking their chances, did you think we can hold on? But when they finally scored, it must have been difficult to keep your resolve going. Yeah, it was difficult and uh, we, we had to uh, take, take our chances and take some risk. Uh, and it paid off and uh, I'm very happy. The trophy lift was unique as Redknapp had been out all year, Robbie and Sammy wanted him to join them and lift the trophy together, which showed the togetherness of the squad and also the character of Sammy Hippier, especially with him being captain on the day and led the team out in Cardiff. Three days later, another trophy was lifted after the most dramatic UEFA Cup final in history. Liverpool beat Deportivo Alaves in Dortmund and Hippier did have his hands on this one, again jointly with Robbie Fowler as Liverpool won the UEFA Cup and completed an historic treble. Going into the 2001-2002 season, Liverpool's first game was a Champions League qualifier against FC Hacker and Sammy bagged himself a goal in a comfortable 5-0 away win. That same week Liverpool beat Manchester United 2-1 in the Charity Shield and Sammy found himself on another podium lifting another trophy for the club. This time though, he was on his own lifting that big 50 pence piece. 12 days later, another game and another podium for Hippier. Liverpool defeated the European champions Bayern Munich 3-2 in the Super Cup final in Monaco. Now, I'm convinced UEFA saw that trophy presentation and started to think that they might need to make the trophy bigger. It would be the fifth trophy Liverpool had won in the space of six months and Hippier had been at the heart of each one. By October of that year, Hippier's game was so immaculate that he hadn't received the booking for 87 matches from January 2000 to October 2001, which is absolutely incredible. 
He was also made the official vice-captain after Robbie Fowler had left the club. Another 57 appearances that season and 5 goals showed that Hippier once again was vital to this Liverpool side. A side that finished runners-up in the Premier League and made it to the Champions League quarter-finals. In the summer of 2002, Jamie Redknapp had signed for Tottenham Hotspur, which meant Liverpool were going to begin the new season with a new club captain. No surprises, Sammy was officially the captain of Liverpool Football Club, a tremendous honour. He'd obviously captained the side quite a few times in the absence of Redknapp and Fowler, but now the full responsibility and the armband was now with him. Sadly, overall that season was seen as a bit of a disappointment. After a really good start and being top of the league after 12 games, hopes were really high. But it went exactly the opposite way after that. The Reds wouldn't win a league game from mid-November until January the 18th, 2003. And it led to a winner-takes-all game on the final day of the season against Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. And the winner would secure the final Champions League place. Hippier opened the scoring after 11 minutes. But it was Chelsea that secured the 2-1 win and the final European Cup spot, which ended quite a miserable league campaign. But there was some silverware. Liverpool defeated Manchester United 2-0 in Cardiff and claimed the Worthington Cup, which Sammy Hippio once again lifted another trophy for the Reds, despite this absolute weirdo in the suit trying to lift it for him. Seriously, watch it again. Watch. Look at Cara. Like, just say, just get it off him. What is he doing? Does me head in when people try and get in on the trophy lift. Anyway, well done Sammy lad. In the summer of 2003, it was seen as though Liverpool had taken a step back the previous campaign. They were supposed to make that next step to winning the league. Questions were asked of many of the top players at the club. Were they burnt out? Were they taking on too much responsibility? And were some players not up to scratch, so to speak? So when the 2003-2004 season began, an assault to make it to the top four had begun. But three defeats in a row in September and October saw Gerard Hulier make a, quite a dramatic change. In a shock move, Hulier took the armband off Sammy and instead gave the captaincy of Liverpool Football Club to Steven Gerrard. Hulier said at the time, I think this decision will help Sammy's game. I think he was ready to take on too much responsibility at times. Obviously I spoke to Sammy and his response was typically first class. He respected the decision. There was no bitterness or resentment and I know Sammy will recognise this as a decision I've taken for the team. I have three leaders in Stevie, Sammy and Michael Owen who are all inspirational in their own way. In a more recent interview in March 2022, Sammy reflected on the day he passed the captaincy to Steven Gerrard. But yeah, I still remember the day that, uh, that I lost the captaincy to Stevie and, and I'm very happy <laughs> happy uh, that that happened because uh, I knew that it, was, it meant um, a lot to Stevie and, and uh, he grew up as a, as a man and uh, as a player so much after that. So, uh, and, I, uh, myself, uh, I started to play better when I when I lost the captaincy. So, so uh, yeah, uh, that worked both ways. But uh, but yeah, great honour to be a captain of Liverpool Football Club. Liverpool finished the season in fourth place to secure a return to the Champions League, and Hippier once again a mainstay of the side, playing 51 games and scoring five goals for the third season running. And it was abundantly clear that the big Finn was back to his best after a difficult start to the season. But he showed that once again that Sammy Ippia isn't ever present in this Liverpool side. So, 
2004 to 2005. Nothing really happened, right? Shall I just skip this part of Sammy's career? <laughs> Absolutely not. But what I am going to do, I'm going to fast forward to April 2005. The league form isn't going very well, up and down. Liverpool are fighting for 4th place, but all our focus and excitement is on the European Cup as the Reds are about to play Juventus in a quarter-final. Emotions were high before the game, as it was the first time Liverpool had faced Juventus since the Heisel tragedy in 1985. Liverpool were the underdogs going into that game, and faced a Juventus side that had the likes of Buffon, Zambrotta, Cannavaro, Turam, Nedved, Ibrahimovic, Del Piero. The Reds weren't given a chance by many pundits to get through this tie. But after 10 minutes, all our nerves were settled when our big fin popped up at the back post and rifled a left-footed volley that sent Anfield into absolute bedlam. The Reds had made a fantastic start and it was our number four who got us started. Luis Garcia scored an absolute worldie as we all know and both those goals helped Liverpool take advantage back to Turin and then a defensive masterclass in Italy helped the Reds get through to the semi-finals of the Champions League. Eleven days later Sammy would smash another volley, this time with his right foot to help salvage a draw at Anfield against Spurs as Liverpool tried to secure a top four finish. Then, two Herculean performances against Chelsea made sure that Liverpool would play in their first European Cup final in 20 years against the mighty AC Milan. Now, I always remember the pre-Istanbul presser and Hippier just keeping his cool when he was asked about how it feels to look at the European Cup. Can I just ask what it feels like to be so close to the trophy there? I'm more concentrated on the game at the moment, but uh, it would be very nice after the game to, to lift that one take it back to Liverpool. The stage was set. Liverpool versus AC Milan. David versus Goliath, some journalists were calling it. How could this Liverpool surprise finalist package cope with the likes of Kaka, Shevchenko and Maldini? Well, in true Liverpool fashion, they didn't just defy the odds, they pulled off an absolute miracle and gave us all the greatest night of our lives. Hippie was instrumental alongside Jamie Carragher, especially in that second half and into extra time. Last-ditch tackles, awareness, commanding presence, everything you want in a top-class defender. Sammy Ippier had more than earned his winner's medal that night alongside a team of heroes. Sammy finished that season playing 49 games and scoring three goals and finished the season as a European champion. A year later, it was drama all over again as Liverpool played out the most dramatic FA Cup final in history. We all know the story by now, Liverpool were 3-2 down going into stoppage time and then Steven Gerrard pops up with an unbelievable strike to send the game into extra time and penalties. I have to mention Sammy's little Brazilian style cameo during the game. With his back to goal from a second ball set piece, he absolutely turns two West Ham players inside and out, sends him for an echo, drops the shoulder and sends a decent shot wide. He had some tricks in his locker did Sammy. So, penalties then. Up steps Hippier to take one and unfortunately he did miss it, but it was a tired penalty. The Reds had ran themselves ragged to get back in the game and once again Sammy was there at the back producing another mammoth performance. Thankfully Pepe Reina showed us all exactly why he was brought to the club and the Reds claimed their 7th FA Cup and Sammy 2nd. Again, I go on about trophy lifts, but it's always these little things that I notice. It did make me laugh after the trophy lift when Cissé motioned Hippier about the look of his winner's medal. They have changed since then. Hippier finished that season with again 59 appearances and 2 goals, again an absolute mammoth of a player and so consistent for the Reds.
In January 2006, Liverpool signed a young Danish centre-back by the name of Daniel Lager. He made four appearances during that last part of the 05-06 season and Rafa Benitez at the time lauded Aga's ability, saying he would be Liverpool's centre-back for the next 10 years. It was high praise for a young defender, but it proved to be correct, as Aga was the preferred partner to Jamie Carragher going into the new season and Sammy Ipp had to make way for the young Dane. But it was more the second half of the 06-07 season where Sammy was limited in terms of starting games and found himself on the bench more often than not. Just 29 appearances that season was quite a drop considering the average amount of games in his Liverpool career was 53. Hippier didn't show any discontent towards the manager. He was a leader in the dressing room and he knew he could be relied upon when the time was needed. In September of 2007, Aga injured his metatarsal and was going to be out for a long period. It meant Sammy would come right back into the side as Liverpool made an attempt to challenge for the title and get back to the Champions League final again having lost to AC Milan in the 2007 final. It felt like a real progression for the team, mainly due to the arrival of Fernando Torres that summer. Liverpool had a new lease of life and were performing well both domestically and in Europe, but costly draws in the league and a dire January make qualifying for the Champions League was the priority. But once again Liverpool gave us a memorable campaign in the Champions League. After a superb victory over Inter Milan in the round of 16, it meant that Liverpool would face Arsenal for a place in the semi-finals. The first leg was a tight affair, finishing 1-1 but there was no way we could have expected the drama that was to unfold in the second leg. Arsenal took the lead after 13 minutes and Liverpool were struggling. But just on half an hour, Liverpool win a corner. Gerrard takes it and the towering Finn himself out jumps everyone to fire bullet header into the top corner to bring the tie all square again. It lit the fire under the team and the Anfield crowd and set us on a rollercoaster ride into the semi-finals. Sammy does that well, doesn't he? Scoring big goals in Champions League quarter-finals. Unfortunately, we did finish trophyless that season, but Sammy finished his penultimate season with Liverpool with 44 appearances and four goals. Again, missed the consistency once again. At the start of the 2008-2009 season, Liverpool now had four quality centre-halves. Jamie Carragher was obviously the first choice. Daniel Agger was now back fully fit from his injury. Martin Skirtle had been signed in the January window and Sammy Hippie was about to start his 10th year with Liverpool after signing a year's contract extension. But it was clear that Hippie was fourth choice centre-back at the club. Benitez was really pleased that Hippie had signed that extension as he said he was a superb role model to the younger players and especially Agger and Skirtle and it would help their development. There was no question of the importance to keep Hippie around for the younger players but also knowing that Hippie could step in when needed and be relied upon although many fans believe that he still should have been first choice partner for Jamie Carragher. Liverpool were flying in the Premier League that year. Squad rotation was used a lot and Hippie made 11 appearances as Liverpool finished the calendar year top of the Premier League after a superb 5-1 win at Newcastle. Sammy would score Liverpool second that day and it would ultimately be his last in a Liverpool shirt. Hippie found himself on the bench or out of the squad a lot in early 2009. But do you remember when I said earlier that Hippier, the model professional, knew he could step in when needed, even in the biggest of games? Well, on the 14th of March 2009, Liverpool were warming up at Old Trafford when Alvaro Arbeloa picked up an injury. It meant that Hippier had to step in at centre-back with Martin Skirtle and meant Jamie Carragher moved to full-back. Hippier gave an outstanding performance in what was our best ever win at Old Trafford, up until recently and what would be Hippie's final start in a Liverpool shirt. Also, look at this touch. There's that Brazilian flair again I talked about. 
On the 4th of May 2009, it was announced that Hippie had signed a two-year deal with Bayer Leverkusen. Liverpool did offer him the chance to stay on as a coach, but Sammy felt that his playing days weren't over yet and he did express an interest in coming back to the club as a coach once he decided to hang up his boots in the future. Sammy Ippier played his last match for Liverpool at Anfield against Tottenham Hotspur on the 24th of May 2009. The cop displayed an absolutely brilliant mosaic that sported the Finnish flag and the word Sammy to show our appreciation for a Liverpool legend. Hippier came on as a substitute to replace captain Steven Gerrard after 84 minutes in their 3-1 win and it was a really touching moment as Gerrard passed the captain's armband to him, personally put it onto Hippier's arm. Now I do need to discuss this as it was seen quite controversial from Benitez not starting Sammy Hippier. You see Liverpool were pretty much guaranteed second place so there wasn't really much to play for on the final day and Benitez could have started Hippier and could have played the majority of the game and come off on 85 minutes to a standing ovation. But Benitez thought the other way around was better. Sammy himself did actually have a theory about this. During an episode of Superstars, a Finnish TV show, Hippier was joined by a number of top Finnish sporting legends, including Stanley Cup winner Timu Solani, to discuss each other's careers. And here's what he said about his last game. Tuosta viimeisestä pelistä vielä sen verran Akitos, Akitos puhuki, että ei ollut oikein, oikein penitesit, mitä, mitä hän teki. Niin, niin penitesi ennen peliä sano, tuli sanoa mulle jo, että tänään sä olet vaihdus, että sit hän, hän vaihtaa niinku pelin lopussa kentälle, sitten, että saat jää hyvästi sitten. Ja että hän ei niinku vitti avauksesta minua peluttaa, että tota, kun, kun jos, jos se sitten pelaat huonosti, niin sit ihmisille jää, jää tota, sellainen huono mieli siitä, että, mitä, että, että se on ollut pitkää täällä ja muuta. Mutta minä luulen, että se pelkäsi enemmänkin sitä, että me pelaan hyvin ja sitten ihmiset kritisoi mm. sitä itseä, että miksi, mm. miksi laskee pois. So whether that was the case or not, I still to this day think it was wrong to give him just five minutes in his last game. He deserved a longer game than that, especially in his last one, and to be fair, we didn't want him to leave. He was far from finished, and it was great to have four brilliant centre-backs at the club. So, maybe the theory's correct. It was a very emotional goodbye from Sammy, and from the fans. You could see how emotional he was on the day, and with his teammates around him. He was given a huge round of applause with, Oh, Sammy, Sammy, echoing around Anfield. We were losing not only a great player, but a fantastic human being who had poured his heart and soul into the football club, led the team to trophies and gave 100% on the pitch every single time. Hippier made 464 appearances and scored 35 goals, winning 10 trophies in the 10 years he was at Liverpool and left Anfield a hero and a legend. After Liverpool, Hippier joined Leverkusen and spent two years with the German side. In 2009, he was voted best Bundesliga defender and included in the team of the year. And on the 2nd of May 2011, he announced his retirement from playing professional football. After playing, Hippier has had a great experience as a coach and a manager. He's had spells at coaches by Leverkusen, as well as the full-time manager's role. He was a coach for the Finland national team, manager of Brighton, 
coach of Zurich and assistant manager at FC Hacker. Hippier now lives in his native home of Finland with his partner and he also has two sons. If you follow Sammy on Instagram you will know he is a keen motocross rider and competes in many competitions. If you've not seen it I encourage you to check it out. Sammy is also a keen ice hockey player. Obviously it was one of the sports he grew up playing and he now plays it to quite a decent level. Like myself, he is a supporter of the Anaheim Ducks and the NHL and has a great friendship with the greatest player in the franchise history, the Finnish Flash himself, Timu Solani. What a player. Recently, Sammy was awarded the Knight Badge of the Finnish Lion Knights Order, which is a huge honour and one he was extremely proud of. We do see Sammy back at Anfield from time to time and he's now a regular at the Legends games and it's always great to see him back at Anfield. Big smile on his face and wearing that number 4 shirt. Sammy Hippie will go down in history as one of the greatest Liverpool defenders of all time. He is always in the many debates of the best Liverpool eleven, and when you look at how much Liverpool paid for him given the level of defender he was, the service, the trophies won, you have to say it was an absolute bargain. Big shout out to that cameraman who spotted him. Hippie was strong, composed and led by example. The word legend is often overused when talking about footballers these days. There can however be no doubt that the word can justifiably be used to describe the fantastic service Sammy Hippier gave to Liverpool Football Club. Network.